Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey guys, jumping in really quick to tell you about our good friends at Geek Fuel. Yes, they are in fact our sponsor for this episode and you need to check them out. If you go to geekfuel.com slash flash TV talk, you'll find yourself a wonderful plethora of great geeky goodness. You like video games, you like collectibles, you like t-shirts, you like all that stuff. How would you like it delivered to your door every single month? We love Geek Fuel and we love that they're supporting this show and we love you that you're supporting them. In fact, if you're enjoying the show, you want to see it continue to happen, you like coming and getting Flash TV Talk every week, then you're going to love getting Geek Fuel at your door every single month and knowing that the money that you spend there helps to make this show happen. So again, geekfuel.com slash Flash TV Talk. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight, buddy? Fantastic. I'm on a staycation this week, so it's been nice just getting to not have to go to work and just kind of like, you know, mulling around Austin doing cool stuff. Man, staycationing it up. Uh, that is where you stay at home, but you don't have to work, yes? Correct. All right. Well, that's that is awesome. Since I have children, that's never going to be an option for me for the rest of my life. But that's awesome that you are doing that, sir. Well, you know, once they're 18 and all that kind of stuff, yeah. college and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just all right. So it's going to be about a, over a decade before I'm able yeah. to do that. Bell. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I'm glad that you are and that you are able to talk about this amazing episode of The Flash that we were going to be going into diving into hard in just a couple of minutes here. Uh, some housekeeping things. Want to let you guys know that we actually do have our first ever episode of Legends TV Talk broadcast live this coming Saturday at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central at LegendsTVTalk.com. I know many of you have been tweeting in, Facebooking in, asking for the uh, the podcast feed for that particular show, and uh, and you can find that as well at LegendsTVTalk.com. That'll let you know where the feed is so you can download it out of the fact, but we do encourage y'all to tune in because you'll actually be able to watch this thing. It's going to be cool. We're actually using Google Hangout uh, for the first time. Well, not for the first time. Time, but uh, we are we are using Google Hangout for uh, for a live interactive experience, and we hope that you join us along with uh, some of the hosts from Starkville Labs, from Arrow TV Talk, from Supergirl TV Talk. It's all going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we hope that you are able to join us again. That is going to be four Eastern, three Central this coming Saturday. LegendsTVTalk.com. Uh, Bell, did you know that I was on a national commercial this week? You know what was funny is I was watching The Flash, and I'm sitting there and fast-forwarding through commercials, and I'm like, wait a second. What was that? So I stop, and I rewind, and I pause, <laughs> and I'm like, that's Bo. <laughs> All right. You advertisers out there. That means if you want people to actually watch your commercial, you got to put me in it. That's how it happens. Yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what it was. Like I wouldn't have watched that commercial unless I had just out of the corner of my eye <laughs> saw you, and I did. And so I was like, sweet. Out of the corner of your eye and out of the corner of the screen. Yeah, for the uh, the CW fan talk, as y'all recall, earlier this season, I was a guest star on one of those episodes. A guest star. I was a guest on one of the episodes. Uh, had a lot of fun, and uh, it was great because at the uh, while I was on, Grant popped on the screen. So I think that's the actual. Uh, a moment they used in the commercial. So anyway, yeah. it was a blink and you miss it thing, but uh, still kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So for those of you uh, playing at home, I'm the guy with the red mic. Uh, so if they ever run that again, you'll you'll see me. And uh, and, and it hey, says "view" in the bottom left corner. Does it really? Of his screen. Yeah, it said your name on it. Oh well, there you go. There you go. You were paying attention. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, check that out. And, uh, hopefully, possibly uh, in the near future, we might be collaborating with actually the CW fan talk folks again and, uh, in doing something, hopefully a little bit more engaging, uh, podcast wise. I mean, when we were on there before, it was really just kind of a, uh, yeah, hey, how's it going? And then playing a quick game and then it's off. I think if we, we go back, I think we want to do something a little bit more podcast focused in, in terms of the, the fan community. And, uh, uh we're hopefully going to put something together for you to check out or before an upcoming episode of the flash but that's that here's now although when will then be now for some of you it's then so here we <laughs> with that being said 
Let's jump into the rundown. The Rundown. Episode 11 of Season 2, The Reverse Flash Returns. Directed by Michael A. Alowitz and story by... Aaron and Todd Helbing. The illustrious Helbing twins. Ah, your favorite, man. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if they're twins, but I'm calling them the Helbing twins. We really need to get them on the show and get the cell straightened out. (laughs) If anybody knows the Helbings, help us make that happen. Belle, what happened this episode? Well, the team discovers Turtle is dead and Jay suspects Dr. Wells is responsible. Meanwhile, Cisco asks Harrison for help in controlling his uh, vibing abilities. Harrison discovers that they are connected to Cisco's fear response and triggers a vibe that alerts the team to, that Eobard Thawne is back. Wells surmises that this version of Eobard is from a point in the future before he went back in time to kill Barry's mother and thus was protected from being erased with Eddie's sacrifice. Retrofitting goggles to induce Cisco's vibes, the team learns that Eobard is planning to use tachyons to return to his future. Barry arrives and destroys Eobard's tachyon machine. Uh, and after a race around the city, Barry stops Eobard and imprisons him in the particle accelerator. However, his capture causes a rupture in the timeline that threatens to kill Cisco, so Barry is forced to send Eobard back to the future to save his friend. Meanwhile, Patty discovers Barry is the Flash, but when he refuses to acknowledge it, she chooses to leave the city. And Caitlin tries to find a cure for Jay's illness. All right, so if you've been listening to this podcast for any stretch, uh, you you know that one of the subjects that Bell and I really love to get into is time travel. I would say uh, as much as we love all of the different love triangles and the character dynamics and the relationships, I I think that a big drawing factor, especially in terms of our discussion, all comes from time travel. And so that being the case, I mean, I I feel like we need to to address the reverse flash from the past in the future, uh, (laughs) from the future past in the past (laughs) and the present. We need to address the, uh, you know, some of the questions, comments, concerns uh, regarding time travel and the return of the reverse flash. And we can do this from two angles. I feel like there's an entry level, uh, easy explanation. And then there's a little bit more of diving into the nitpickiness of the explanation that we got. And I feel after giving it some thought, I, I found kind of a method that I feel might help a lot of people who are still struggling to understand Eobard, Eobard's return. Bell. Are you struggling? So, Are you struggling? I don't think so. It, it kind of makes sense that I, I actually rewatched a uh, part of the episode. I, I couldn't finish it all before the podcast started, but I was rewatching part of it. I got most of of, of the uh, episode down, and uh, especially the part where the, where Harry explains why Eobard could be back. Well, and again, so let, let's get into that explanation. And then, like I said, there's some nitpicky stuff that I do want to dive into. Cause if anybody was following our Twitter candle, uh, they know that I was kind of, you know, beating my head against the door a little bit <laughs> during all of the <laughs> explanations. But here's the thing. If you're having a hard time understanding how the reverse flash is back, think of it, not uh, unlearn what you've learned and think of the story from Eobard's perspective. And what I mean is that sometime in the future, let's say in the 50th century, because why not? Um, a young Eobard Thawne is born. He goes throughout his life and discovers a hero from the past, as he's read about in school books and otherwise known as the Flash. He becomes obsessed with this Flash. He does more and more research and through his research comes to discover that he is destined to be the Flash's greatest nemesis. He then recreates the accident that causes the Flash to become the Flash so that he can gain those powers and push himself further, harder, and prove that he is actually better than the one that he once looked up to. Uh, in so doing, he does tap into the speed force or the negative speed force uh, for the first time, runs back in time, throughout time, with a goal of trying to figure out where this hero comes from. He has an understanding. He knows that the Flash was a hero, but he doesn't know the specifics. It's been lost to time. So he goes back and forth on these reconnaissance missions, trying to figure out where, what point in time the Flash is actually from. Today, this episode uh, is where we see him finally discovering where the Flash is in, two, in 2016 and gets a little bit of his reconnaissance, however, gets trapped and so finds a way to get back to the future, which ends up being, of course, his first interaction with the Flash. The Flash throws him back into the future, and now he's got a vendetta. Eobard Thawne now knows where the Flash is, and he's ready to go back and try to figure out more and figure out how he can combat the Flash. At some point in the future, we're going to see Eobard return to fight Barry and learn who Barry Allen truly is 
with a goal of going back in time to kill Barry Allen, which he will do. We know he will do this because we've seen it. Yeah, he's already done it. Exactly. Uh, so we will probably get season three. He's probably going to run. Uh, he could be a, a big bad of season three, maybe season four. Could be further on down the road, but at some point he will return and he will uh, learn who the, the Flash is in fact Barry Allen and he will go back in time with a goal of killing a young Barry Allen while he is still just a baby Terminator style. The Barry of that time will run with him. Our Barry will run with him in an attempt to stop him. The two will stop. You know, they, they will fight and Barry will save his younger self while Eobard then kills uh, Barry's mom, gets trapped in the past. He will then go on to you know, cre- recreate everything, take on the identity of Harrison Wells, go about his life until one day his ancestor is killed, erasing him from time. So therein lies the mindset that you have to have when understanding the Eobard journey. Look at it from the story of as if the Flash is not about the Flash. Look as it look at it as if it's about Eobard Thawne. Yeah, so what's interesting about this whole thing is that we saw the last chapter of Eobard Thawne's reverse Flash in season one of The Flash. We saw the first chapter in Eobard Thawne's reverse Flash in this episode of The Flash in right, season two. Right, But again, so, you have to think of it not as the perspective of you, the viewer, nor of The Flash or any of his amazing friends. You have to think of it from the perspective of Eobard Thawne. So Correct. you're right. What we just saw is the Eobard Thawne origin story, essentially. Yeah, that's the first time he's ever met The Flash. And right. He's like, oh. And, and, and that, that's what I really like about what they did with this approach is that they because because we know that, you know, he, he he goes back in time, tries to kill Barry's mom, gets stuck and becomes, you know, Harrison Wells and does all that kind of stuff. We know how he does it. We don't know how he got there. And since he's from the future, all the stuff that happens, like all the times that he fights the Flash that we know occur because, you know, he talks about their longstanding rivalry and whatnot. Those things haven't happened yet. Even to season two, Barry. Yeah. So there's way more avenues and way more opportunities for reverse flash to show up again, which I think is really neat. Yeah. Oh, With- and that's, that's the thing. Like there's a lot of cool ways that they're going about this. And this is actually very tied to the way that Eobard comes back and forth in the comics in terms of, uh, even though at one point he is dead, he's actually dead very early on. And, and it, with our experience with that character, um, he ends up coming back and back because it's all part of his younger self. Uh, so it's, it's really, it's really interesting to see it. It also makes sense why Barry is able to just destroy him. Whereas opposed, you know, to H G Eobard later version of, of, uh, of Eobard Thawne is, is way more powerful because that's a later version of the character. This is a very early, earliest version. He's going up against the flash for the first time. He's going to be, you know, at this point where he's going to go back to the future, lick, lick his wounds and then come back stronger, uh, and, and ready for a rematch. Um, but, but here's the thing. A lot of people, hopefully that, that provides a little bit of explanation on a base level for the rest of you who got that no problem, but still had the primary problem of he was erased from time. So how does that explanation even make sense? Well, I don't think he was erased from time. I think he was destroyed in the past, but the stuff that he did in the future, which led because he was erased at- from existence. All right. So no, no, they, they even said, and they, they showed it in the flashback. He was, he was erased from existence. And the, the, the way he was killed is that his ancestor uh, died and therefore he was wiped out. They changed the present uh, and it, it caused him to, you know, be, be eradicated. Very similar, though not exact to uh, what was happening with, uh, with vibe this episode. Um, you know, a change in the present was causing, you know, ramifications throughout time that uh, that then would would kind of, you know, one imagines exterminate them, though not for the same reasons. Interesting. But here's the deal. So, I, <laughs> 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 all right. So, so, so on a baseline level, this really irked me a little bit because if he had just died, great. I love this. This is wonderful. But he didn't just die. He was erased from existence because of actions taken in the present, having a ramifications to his future self, who is also in the present. Now, the way that Harrison Wells or Harry or whatever you want to call him explained it is that because Eobard is connected to the reverse speed force or, or more specifically the speed force, um, because he's connected to the speed force and, and was running throughout the speed force in order to go through time, he was shielded and protected into some extent. Now, that simple explanation is not that simple, and that's not a good 
you know, it, you know, it's it's not a good thing because ideally, once he left the Speed Force, then he would still be, you know, affected by the changes made to the timeline. You would expect. However, if you get if you grant them a little grace here and say that the Speed Force is actively working to fix time, then I don't know. Maybe you can give it to him. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, what, uh, Harry was saying that he was in the Speed Force, which kind of protected him like a bomb shelter, so it didn't actually remove him from ex- See, I, I, I think it's, yeah, it, it's, it would have been better, it would have been cleaner had they just killed him somehow. Yeah, I almost felt like this was, I, I don't know, I mean, yeah, if they were going to do this, then I feel like they should have killed him. Uh, I like that they did this, but I just, I don't like that, that, you know, he died from being erased. Although I will say this, this does actually play into a theory that we toyed around with in season one, which is the idea that because Barry is a speedster and Eobard as well, they are, you know, they're, they're not affected by time change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause when, yeah. when Barry but- changes, like we've got to think about when he went back in time during the, the wave arc, right? Weather wizard tsunami coming in, every, yeah. everything changed except for him. Right. It's not like he reverted to, you know, a a mental state prior to all of that. He retained all the information from the time that he was traveling through. Yeah. So Eobard being connected to the speed force in his own way uh, would have kind of a similar, you know, similar role to play. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's 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 one of those kind of weird sort of scenarios where it makes sense and it works for season one, but when they try to bring him back, it's like, well, now we have to go and retcon some stuff, which they kind of do. And they kind of don't, they sort of just like hand wave it away with like OMG speed force. Yeah. And I'm, I'm to some extent I'm okay with that, but yeah, also to some yeah. extent I'm a little not, I, I mean, it's the, the beautiful thing is, is all of the rules. They're not constant. I would like to think that they're not constantly changing, but they're constantly being fleshed out and adapted. I, you know, I, I'm not somebody who thinks they need to hold to Terminator rules or, or, or back to the future rules or whatever. But I do, you know, if they're going to make their own rules, then I, I, I want them to stick with it. And that's my concern because we know that if, if Cisco doing one small thing causes him to almost phase out of existence, then why wouldn't everything that Eobard had done prior, like Eobard changed the past significantly from what his understanding of the, from the past was. And well, if we're going with the whole speed force bomb shelter, it, it vibed isn't connected to the speed force. So he doesn't have that protection. Right. That right. Eobard okay. Do. Yeah, I get that. And I, I granted, granted, but, Neither does anybody else. So again, I'm, I'm thinking back to season one, Eobard starts making all these changes and we never see people phasing out of existence. On camera, we didn't. <laughs> so you think all, all throughout season one, there were people uh, phasing out Blinking of the background? Blinking gone. <laughs> could be, could be. Um, I'd like to go back and watch season one with like an eagle eye and just see if there's people in the background who just randomly disappear. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not going to be there, obviously, but you know, it'd well, be funny. If here's 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 one way that I feel like you know, and, and the great thing is we don't know what's going to come down the pipeline, right? So I mean, there's there's a lot of things that could happen. I would actually, and I, I think I've seen uh, some different theories floating around that perhaps at some point Eddie will be it will return. Maybe even, uh, you know, we've got over at Legends T or Legends of Tomorrow, we've got this whole uh, Time Lords or whatever they're called. Uh, dictating all these things and trying to protect the timeline. And by the way, guys, you're doing a great job with it. <laughs> Bang up job. Uh, but seriously, if, they, if their goal is to protect the timeline, theoretically, they would come into play given all of the stuff that we've seen over season one and this part this way through season two. And what if they come in and restore Eddie to the timeline in their timey wimey way that they want to do it? Uh, they could even that could even be the ticket that causes him to become Cobalt Blue, something that the fans have been kind of uh, hoping for, and uh, and thus restore the Thawne lineage and also you know uh, enable things to fit a little bit better, I guess. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting with with how much because they 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 mess with the timeline today because Tina McGee was supposed to die and she didn't. Uh, they mess with the timeline you know extensively in season one. 
And we didn't see any Time Lord people coming by and being like, hey, um, stop that, you know? <laughs> yeah, so nor did we see, you know, Vibe comes in. Well, I guess hmm. I, the other the other factor, too, is the whole predestination thing, right? The, the, pro, the, the paradoxes themselves are predestined, and therefore that's why it, it shouldn't cause as much catastrophic issues. And if one little thing does, then it was predestined to do that so that everything will, you know, continue about the way that it's supposed to go. And, you know, I mean, that might be the route they want to take. Um, it's, it's a little cheap. If I, I mean, I'll, I'll say it, it's a little cheap. I think if, if you go that route, because basically it kind of gives you the, you know, like the rules don't matter. It was all predestined. So who cares? <laughs> Well, and it's interesting, too, because if he was erased from existence, then no one would know about him. Not Barry, not Team Flash. No one would. Well, see, this is where I was giving him the singularity mulligan is that that was, you know, essentially that that the singularity wasn't itself. The universe basically eradicating itself because of, uh, you know, the 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 paradox that it was experiencing. And then Firestorm comes in and, and basically saves the timeline and saves the universe uh, by, by canceling out the singularity. And so, you know, I, that's, that was my whole thought about the, the singularity mulligan, but there, but now we know that's not necessarily the case. It's that all of this has been predestined and therefore the timeline is secure, which again, opens up a lot of questions about, you know, legends of tomorrow and what they're doing over there, but maybe that's all predestined. Again, I feel like that's kind of a cheap explanation. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. All right. So that's, that's, that's all the time travel we've got time for. <laughs> That's all the travel we've got time for. Since we don't have a time machine ourselves, that's all the time that we can devote to time travel. That being said, man, I so the other the other factor that comes out of this is that I guess it it puts the final nail in the coffin of my presumption that uh, Eobard Thawne would in you know in, infiltrate, possess, what have you, uh, Harrison Wells yet again. So I guess from this point on, we can assume that Tom Cavanaugh will not actually be uh, portraying Eobard Thawne anytime in the near future. Yeah, I think it's going to be Matt uh, Matt Lester. I think it is, and he does a fine job. I, oh, you know, I like him, dude. I like his reverse life. I, I like him just fine, but I mean, it just it didn't feel the same. Like he wasn't chant. I feel like when we saw him before, he was channeling Tom Cavanaugh's performance. Here, he wasn't doing that. Now, granted, that's a fourteen year older version of that. You know, that character at least, and so theoretically, this is a different person in a different place. And I'm I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I ju- I just loved what Tom Cavanaugh did with the character. Uh, which is also yeah. why it always kind of bugs me whenever they always refer to that character as Harrison Wells, when that was never Harrison Wells. That was Eobard Thawne. That was, that was the first Eobard Thawne we've ever gotten. And it was Tom Cavanaugh playing him. I don't know. I just, I, I, but I guess RIP officially HG, HG Wells, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Uh, HG Eobard. Tom Cavanaugh's, uh, Eobard Thawne, because I, I think you're right. I think it's Matt from this point on. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, big, but you know. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. Very big shoes to fill. And, and I really liked his performance this episode, though. But like you said, you know, it's, it's a, there's a 14-year difference between the one we see in season two or season one and, and, and season two. So, But uh, I don't know. I, I, I felt like he did a really good job uh, with the, the, the menacing and the uh, – I mean, it, it was different, yes. But then again, this is a novice reverse flash, so we got to keep that in mind. Super novice. I mean, the way that Barry was railing on him like uh, Neo style, just the – right yeah. in the chest that was incredible and like he cuts the corner like reverse flash hits ahead of him and he just like cuts through the block and just like tackles him into the building <laughs> dude that was insane like this this it really shows just how far barry has come and also just right. how i guess how far the reverse flash had come when we experienced him in season one well they're, they're they're exact opposites right so season one reverse flash is just light years ahead of barry whereas season two barry is light years ahead of reverse flash. so awesome oh so like that's the thing if you can get over the uh the, the the nitpickiness of the time travel this was such an amazing episode like the fights were incredible i mean the the stakes were high all of the stories really had a lot going for them uh you know beyond the the barry and and reverse flash and everything we also had uh cisco and harry kind of i kind of bonding in their own little way don't slurp don't slurp don't don't slurp <laughs> i was dude i was with harry on that one man yeah <laughs> you're driving me crazy how would you define their relationship um dtr it bell dtr it dtr i would say it's kind of like they respect each other but they abhor each other's methods. <laughs> they respect each other, but they really don't want to. 
Yeah, the, yeah, they're they're like they're like the odd couple kind of thing where it's like, yeah, okay, I know you're smart and I know you're smart, but I don't like it because you don't do the things the way that I do them and I don't do the things the way that you do them and so we always are at each other's throats, but when it comes to push and shove, we both kind of like the solutions that we come up with. Huh. So they're kind of an old married couple. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're like an old married couple. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, when, when, <laughs> when Harry put on the, the reverse flash costume with, with a goal of scaring Cisco, did, did you feel like, like he must've felt a little silly? I mean, I know he's worn it before when he did it with Grodd, but you know, he was just kind of hiding out to scare his buddy. I think he, he kind of liked it. Yeah. It was one of those things where he's like, I, I know this is going to scare the bejesus out of Cisco. And I really want to find out, you know, how to get its vibe to trigger. And it's going to be hilarious to watch the look on his face. I don't think so, man. Hilarious is not a word that, that you expect to hear uh, Harrison say. He did say something interesting, which is uh, you do know that this earth is my earth, too. Well, there's, there is that is it's like the number two or is it T.O.O. as an also? So that's or? the thing. Is it did he was. All right. So depending on how he answered that, like depending on what he said, that's potentially really you know, there's a lot of theories that you could pull out of that, right? Which is, if yeah. you know, there could be the perspective, this earth, you know, you call my earth, earth two, well, your earth is my earth two. Yeah. Uh, and my earth is earth one to me. Or it could be, you realize that this earth is my earth as well. I, yeah. I, I have no earthly idea what he meant by that. Yeah. If he's saying that this earth is my earth two, that doesn't make sense to me. Like my, my earth as well. That doesn't really make sense to me because okay. He has no ties to this earth. His daughter is being held by Zoom, and the second he gets his daughter back, he's not going to spend time on Earth 1. He's going back to Earth 2. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. So you think it was more of just kind of uh, just defining the uh, defining the terms of, of Earth and just kind of throwing it back. Like, I'm so sick of all you people treating me like a second-class Earthling. Like, you guys are, are, are Earth 2 to me. Yeah, okay. basically. I, I think that makes the most sense, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I can dig it. All right, that, that's good. Glad to get that clarification. Cisco, of course. Oh, Lieutenant Mindcrime uh, says in the chat that the closed caption had the number two. So it's oh, my Earth 2. Good catch. Thank you for uh, for definitely clarifying that. That's great. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That, that's 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 pretty clutch there. So that that, that pretty much, you know, seals the debate right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Cisco busting out the uh, the glasses yet again um, <clears throat> in an effort to uh, to learn that he can predict or, or see the future or, or see a potential future. Um, he does say Excellent Cisco moment, man. He says those goggles need to be named. Uh, yeah. let's, let's do it, man. What do you want to call the goggles? Uh, um, Google glasses on steroids. Too many words. Virtual reality, vibe reality, vibral reality. I'm thinking. Feel it. Feel it. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) So uh, this one might take me a while. I got to look at some sunglass brands and things like that. I I think I can come up with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vibleys, Oakleys, Oakleys, uh, Future Vision Goggles. We got that from the Green Arrow in the chat. Uh, Vibesters from George uh, Sibalu in the chat. Um, Vibe Vision says uh, want want a pineapple. Vibranium, yeah, that's that's taken uh, <laughs> from uh, Minecraft. I, yeah, I, 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 you know, basically he's uh, he's doing the whole virtual reality thing to some extent. You ever you ever wanted like an Oculus? That's what it is. They're like, oh my gosh, dude, Oculus is so much fun. Viboculus, the Viboculus, um, Ocula Vibe. I wish I had just thought right then and there and just thought long and hard because I would have had something by now. Ah, see, that's, that's, that's our job, man. The great thing is they, they're all about like, you know, engaging the fan community and putting little things. I mean, we, uh, we've, we've referenced some things in the past, but, uh, this, this Voggles. Vo- Voggles? Vibe goggles, Voggles. Vo- Voggles. Vibe goggles, Voggles. Voggles. Vibulous Rift. Vibulous Rift. That's from George, uh, Sulu in the, in the chat. I like that one. I'm going with Voggles. Voggles? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll see what they come up with. But uh, yeah, y'all, y'all let us know. Tweet us in at Flash TV Talk. What do you think? Um, all right. Love, loving it, though. Really great. Uh, gra- glad to see him stepping more into, you know, discovering his power, getting uh, some elements of a costume. I-, I think we might actually see him full on vibe, uh, costume and all, uh, season three. Uh, maybe. So one thing I was worried about, though, is when uh, when Harry was making the improvements to his goggles and we started seeing the blood coming out of his nose. Mm, but that was, was that was the future changing thing, right? 
well, that's what it kind of seems like, but I don't know for sure because Harry seems really kind of like eager to blame it on that. And I think the seizures and the phasing out of reality were, were more to do with that. I don't know about the blood though. Hmm. Cause it, it's, it's, wouldn't blood be tied to a seizure? I mean, maybe, I don't know, but like it, it, it still seems kind of weird. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to revisit that and we're going to see Harry maybe, you know, if, if vibe starts getting more nosebleeds and things like that, you know, he's maybe start saying, Oh, well, it's because we're changing too much when in actuality, it's because he's using these goggles and these goggles are actually hurting him. Right. And that could be, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll have to. I, I, I would, cause you know, cause, cause he's sitting there, you know, what was it? He, he killed turtle and he's like, I'm going to do anything I can in order to save my daughter. And if that means making these goggles to make Cisco vibe so I can see what I need to see in order to make, you know, uh, make gains towards getting my daughter, then I'm going to do whatever it takes. And so screw Cisco. I don't care. Because I want my daughter back. So I'm wondering if there's going to be some tension there or if this was just, oh, yeah, it's just because they changed so much that he had nosebleeds and whatnot. Could so be. I'm, be. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that. If they're going to revisit it, if it's going to be, you know, more of a uh, these modifications are actually bad for him despite because if he just vibes and they don't change anything, I wonder if he'll still get the bad symptoms. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, if, if you've got a power like that, that's almost you know, almost too powerful, right, to be able to see and predict the future. Yeah. Um, with the ability to change it, because that's the thing. If 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 Barry changing what Vibe sees uh, is fine with the timeline, then you know, then that's that is potentially an exponentially, you know, uh, they got to limit that somehow. And so I guess if they they put something like I, I could see that. I I just don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. um, I, I do I, at one point at some point I do hope to see him in a full on costume. And I love that like the fact that he wants to name the goggles to me really shows that he's full on embracing it. Um, someone who's not embracing things is, uh, is Wally, man. His, uh, his mom is on her deathbed. It's a very tender moment actually between mama West and Joe. Uh, and even, even, uh, Iris, she has gotten to the point where she is willing to forgive her mom. I'm not, but I'm glad that she is. Well, and I really like the writing in that episode too, because it's one of those things where she's like, she's getting super duper emotional and she runs out there and she hugs Joe and she's like, I don't even know why this is impacting me so much because Mm -hmm. that was kind of like my thing. Uh, as I'm sitting there and watching that going, you barely know this woman and she abandoned you. And when she goes out there and she says, I, you know, cause it's one of those things you can't explain human emotion. You know, they, 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 you can't sit there and say that's how you would react in a situation. That's how that, yeah, that's an, an unrealistic that. reaction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so for, for them, you know, for, for, for her to actually say that is, is good for me because it tells me that, that, that the writers understand that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and you know, obviously, Iris is uh, she's she's got a good head on her shoulders, man. She's been handling all of this really well, and I think not in some part to the fact that she is now a big sister. You know, the the Iris that we saw of season one and the Iris that we see in season two after learning about her mother and about Wally, uh, it's it's a different uh, to character. I mean, it's the same character, but you can definitely tell that she has gone through a little bit of. Uh, an arc of, um, I don't want to say maturity because it's not like she was an immature character before, but, but almost like this, um, this weight of responsibility that has just been laid upon her by becoming an older sibling. Uh, that, that moment that actually she has, the scene that she has with Wally, I thought was really powerful. I really love the relationship they're establishing between these two. And it really answers some of the questions that were brought up last week about, you know, what all did, did Wally know going into this? What all did, uh, Iris know going into this? And they are totally in the exact same boat. So not only are they bonding as siblings, but they're also bonding as siblings, literally going through the exact same lie and pain that their mother put them through. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was really, really well done. So I really, I'm, I'm looking for more of that. I'm, and I'm every single episode, more and more, I'm, I'm really digging this Wally West. Patty Spivet is out of the picture, which makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, I, I oh. don't, kind of not, but, but kind of. I was batty for Patty, man. And, I, and I, I thought her, her departure was, was super duper emotional and sad. And uh, uh, I hate to see her go. And I, I, I really still don't kind of like get it you mean why he never actually told her officially yeah like why why barry was you know he's like oh i can't have somebody i can't have zoom know somebody that i that i like it's you know it's just bad news bears and i was like well you know i mean you don't know anything about zoom for all you know he knows everything about you right but here's the deal he's pushing pat like i i got it actually this episode helped me understand things it's not that that 
you know, her knowing his secret would all of a sudden, you know, mean that, that she's a target, but it would establish a more like a closer, more intimate relationship. And that's not what he wants right now. He wants to push her away because right now of all the people that are connected in his life, she is the newest and the furthest away from center. And so he doesn't want her getting closer and closer to center. At this point, he wants her as far away as possible so that he can limit the casualties uh, that are, are surrounding him in the midst of this conflict between him and Zoom. So I actually do, while maybe he did not handle that the best way, um, I actually appreciate and can totally understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, you know, it's 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 one of those things like you always have this in, in these superhero stories where – it's, you know, I can't have anybody get hurt. It's my responsibility. Everything is my fault kind of thing. When in actuality, it's really not like, you know, if you have people who want to be a part of your life and, you know, they, they're capable of making their own decisions and stuff. And, and and to just take all of these burdens onto yourself, I think, is a little bit unnecessary. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's sure. I, I think I think you could have handled it better as opposed to just forcing her out and being like, look, Patty, I do like you a lot. You know, I, but the, the, you, he, I mean, he could have explained exactly how you explained it to me just two seconds ago. Why couldn't he have just done that to her? If she understood everything, she understood why he wasn't, oh, she, she already knows that. Like she knows that yeah. she knows she's trying to push him away. Yeah. Or, she, she knows all of these things. Why can't he just, if but, she, but it's knows the intimacy this, if she's thing, okay man. with it. Why can't he be? It's the intimacy. If he, if he opens up and says, look, I'm the flash. Now you're part of the inner circle. But by the way, I don't want you to be a part of this. You know, she's going to hang on with everything that she's got. Cause now she's part of team flash. But why doesn't he want her to be a part of team flash? Because he's trying to reduce the casualties. But she knows that and she's okay with that. And she understands that. Yeah. And but she, she's making the decision because she, she, she has the opportunity after all of that to be like, okay, I understand. And I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to risk my life. I've already almost died. What? Uh, a couple times this season, you know, from, from all of this meta human flash related stuff. So I'm going to peace out, but she doesn't because she really cares about him. But she does peace out, even though she knows all of that stuff. Because Barry is, it's, it's all Barry's fault, dude. That's, that's, that's oh, I agree. I know. I'll tell you this, that, that whole sign, that, that whole thing that he did with Joe was like, so this is my fault. And Joe's like, it's not anybody's fault. I'm like, no, 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 Joe. It's Barry's fault. It's totally, but yeah. <laughs> it's totally see, his see fault. what he could have done is he could have said, yes, Patty, I am the flash, but I want you to be as far away from me right now. And she wouldn't do it. She'd stay. If, I, I if he I said I that, she she, I think she definitely would. I think that's what—that's that, exactly what she would, for all the exact reasons that you've just stated, that she's been in danger before, she's part of this, she would be insulted to have the, to, for him to say, I'm the Flash, go away. Well, but that's the thing. It's not his choice. It's her choice. Ah, but see that if, if he had done it, he would have made it her choice. He'd like, he took that, that he took the choice away and that was his decision. And you, you can disagree with it all you want, man. But, but the fact of the matter is Patty is a very variable one way or the other. He's all like, while he's fighting these bad guys, he has to think of all of these different people that are also, you know, casualties and collateral damage. She's just one more person. And so, you know, maybe if, if, if Patty wasn't the new, you know, new kid on the street, if, if, I don't know, not Cisco, because Cisco at this point is too, like, that's the other thing. She's not integral to the team. You know what I mean? But she could be, because she's smart, and she's a detective, and like, you know, all the synergies and stuff there. I mean, if Joe, they, they got if that Joe's Joe. The team, they got that in there's Joe. No reason, there's no reason Patty couldn't be they, there, too. Well, but see, if Joe's on the team, there's no reason for Patty to be there. Patty is Joe's partner. She should be there. Nah, so Eddie should have joined the team? Eddie was on the team. No, he wasn't. For the last, like, two episodes. By accident. And, 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 and freaking Joe told. And Eddie, Eddie was never, Eddie was never really on the team. He just, he, he by accident found out. And so now he has to keep the secret, but then it's not like he was incorporated into missions and, and everything else that was going on. Yeah, I know. I, I just think it was, it was a really douchey way of Barry to address the situation. I think there's a lot better ways for him to address that. And by, because because all he did, all she wanted him to do was to, was to admit that that he was the Flash, and she'd have been like, okay, cool, I'm totally okay with everything, or it's fine. But instead, he still lied to her straight to her face, and that's why she knew that he's not worth it anymore, because he's kind of a douche. So Barry succeeded. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you that that was not necessarily the... Uh it was a jerk move on Barry's part. I'll give you that, but it did accomplish exactly what he wanted. And so, and I understand why he wanted what he wanted. So one way or the other, you know what? I'm going to say it you, right now. You'd be bad be you repercussions to that. Of course it's going to be. There's repercussions to everything. Weren't you paying attention to this episode? <laughs> <laughs> 
But like, as opposed to her being in Central City where he can keep an eye on her, now she's going to be because uh, you saw she how doesn't need an eye kept out track. on her man. She's going out. She's going to be CSI. This is a dream of hers. This is a good. It's a good break right here. They, but, they leave right, on but good you, terms. But you saw how quickly and eagerly he was to go meet her on the train, right? When she said there's like a problem on the train. Which, by the way, not cool. Honestly, not cool, Patty. Like Flash could be out like saving somebody, and then you call in with that and say that they're you know like a fake call in. That is a false nine one one call. Not really. Yes, that is exactly. Barry's not is. a member of no. Yeah, no Barry's the nine one one. Like that is the super nine one one. But but still, like it's it's one of those things uh, that's going to come back to bite him in the butt. I think. Well, we we will definitely see for sure. Um, one, one last very crucial and, and, uh, you know, groundbreaking bombshell of a, of a storyline is, uh, is Jay Garrick. And, uh, so Caitlin has this great idea to heal Jay by using cells from his doppelganger. She starts exploring, trying to figure out where the Jay Garrick of earth one is now. Can I stop you right there right quick? Yeah, absolutely. What is she planning on doing with the earth one doppelganger of Jay Garrick? Does she want to like, I don't know. Uh, uh, kill him and take his like, <laughs> organs and harvest them and something like <laughs> it was a little <laughs> sketchy right it was a little yeah, sketchy it feels real <laughs> sketch <laughs> i think she just wanted to sit him down and be like hey you have a long lost twin you need to deliver i don't know yeah or, or is she talking about i don't know like scraping you know cells off the inside of his cheek and cloning stem cells or something i don't know it just seems kind of shades that they're like, oh yeah. By the way, we want to like take all of your all of your tissue and put them inside <laughs> this doppelganger from another dimension. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, one way or the other, she goes out. She's trying to find this other Jay Garrick. Um, you know, we have speculated and and try to figure out. Okay, uh, there's no Jay of Earth uh, one. However, we learned that's not the case, and they actually confirm. Uh, something that many people, though not us, have speculated, and that's that everybody has a doppelganger, or at least should have a doppelganger if they're not dead or otherwise. So here we are now discovering the Jay Garrick of Earth One. But you know what? He was not named Jay Garrick. He was named Hunter Zolomon. So pretty much confirmed Earth One Jay Garrick, a.k.a. Hunter Zolomon, a.k.a. Zoom. Well, so Zoom of the comics, of course, uh, uh, Hunter Zolomon, and a lot of speculation has been going on that Zoom would end up becoming, uh, or not becoming, a lot of people have been speculating that, you know, Zoom is actually Hunter Zolomon of uh, of Earth 2. However, the it's Hunter Zolomon of Earth 2 we now know is Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. So I think this, to some extent, lays a lot of the groundwork. We can start to see the pieces on the board and, uh, and kind of make some pretty good... Speedster speculation. So how do you think this is going to play out, man? We got a Hunter Zolomon of Earth One. We've got a Zoom who's running around the place. We also have a Jay Garrick who we still haven't gotten a chance to see um, really be full on Jay Garrick and is portrayed by the exact same actor as Hunter Zolomon. How, how do you foresee this playing out, my friend? Well, I, I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to. Well, I, Jay was saying something like their DNA was different and whatnot. Did right? it? Oh, well, because of the speed force changed his DNA. That's what. Yeah. So the speed force changed his DNA. So it's not going to work. Right. Right. Taking his, his cells and turning him. Yeah. That Caitlin's plan, while um, morally gray, uh, definitely not going to work. Not going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you think they're still going to pursue this? Or do you think maybe Caitlin's going to be like, oh, well, maybe there's something we can do. And then no. No. do you think maybe maybe Jay knows? Knows what? That there's something fishy about Hunter Zolomon? There's nothing fishy about Hunter Zolomon. Well, except for the fact that Hunter Zolomon in the comics is Zoom. Well, okay. But so, but Hunter Zolomon in the comics is not, you know, Jay Garrick of Earth One. I, well, here's the deal. I think in what, the Flash TV show comic, he is. I think what we will see is Zoom ultimately. I mean, like, you know, we've talked about this before. And I mean, I, I, my thought was that Zoom would go on to possess Harrison Wells. I think what we'll end up seeing is Zoom in some capacity going on to possess uh, this Hunter Zolomon. Um, it could be that they split Zoom, like in an effort to try to re- regain Jay's powers. Uh, they they essentially like split him in, into two, and the power goes to Jay, and he gets his speed force back. But then all, the power also finds its way to uh, the Hunter Zolomon, as well as the the you know Black Flash consciousness that has been Zoom. I, but but one way or the other, I think it's safe to say that Hunter Zolomon will definitely long term be tied to uh, to Zoom in some capacity. 
So do you think it's something like maybe Hunter Zolomon doesn't know he's Zoom and it's kind of like a uh, like a Fight Club kind of thing? No, no, because okay. he's because he was on Earth two before Earth one. Like nobody was jumping worlds until Zoom started doing his thing, and he did not originate from Earth one. Well, wait. So you're saying that Zoom didn't originate? Well, that, as far as we know, as I mean, far as we know, as far as we know. But the the other thing too is that we got that comment from Harrison Wells, who said that no, he used to be a man, or he is a man, or he was a man, or something of that nature, implying that Zoom was somebody. Um, and actually, based this episode is a game changer for me, based on the fact that the Eobard that we're getting from now on is past Eobard. Uh, and portrayed by a different actor. And also that we've got a Hunter Zolomon who's being portrayed by the same actor that's playing our current Jay Garrick. And the fact that they've confirmed that there are doppelgangers from each Earth. You got me, guys. I'm full on with the idea that Zoom is Barry of Earth 2. You think he's Barry of Earth 2? I'm there, man. Yep. You got me. I, I, I think he's, I think he's Barry of Earth 2. Huh. Yep. I don't know. I think, I think this Hunter Zolomon thing is going to pan out to something, but I don't know what I don't, I don't think it's going to be as clear cut as, Oh yeah, this Hunter's element that you see sitting, you know, sipping coffee in the park is zoom. But I think there's going to be a tie in there. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's some kind of scientist on earth one. He discovers how to jump dimensions. He goes to earth two. He sees, you know, all this stuff. And then he's like, Holy, you know, there's speedsters here. This is really neat. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I, I You're think pulling it's a lot from a little, you know, sitting down having coffee in the park. That's the only experience we've gotten with Hunter Zolomon. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, we really haven't gotten that much from uh, Jay Garrick either. That is true. That is very <laughs> true. That's, man, that, I got to tell you. Uh, look, this episode was fantastic. This season overall, I've been super enjoying. Uh, the the biggest, I think, probably uh, the the... the the thing that has really disappointed me the most has been Jay Garrick and, and the fact that he hasn't been, he hasn't been a flash. He hasn't been the flash. He hasn't been anything other than normal guy. Who's just been chilling out. And, uh, and, it, and based on the fact that now we're getting Hunter Zolomon portrayed by the same character, to me, that means that at some point Jay's going to get his powers and, you know, peace out of here. And now we're going to keep the same actor, which is great, but he's going to be playing a new character. They're going to, they're going to Harrison Wells him. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, you know, oh, Tom Cavanaugh is Eobarthon and we killed Eobarthon. But wait, he's back with playing another character of Harrison Wells. And, you know, we had to be Jake. Honest, I'm kind of excited about that. Really? Well, I, I like I like seeing because, you know, because we, we look at Tom Cavanaugh and, and uh, his HG or his, I guess his Harrison Wells between season two and the HG Wells of season one. Sure. And it's just really neat to see him play these two different characters who are the same person. So like, I think it'll be really neat to see this actor play these two. It's the same dude, but like two different dudes. And we get to see that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's fun to see people flex their acting, acting chops. Like, no, oh, I agree. I'm, and I'm fine with that. I, I really, I enjoy it for the spectacle for, for sure. But I just, I had wanted to see more from Jay and I'm concerned that this means we're not going to get more from Jay. And that once he gets his powers, he's going to be out because if we have the same actor playing two characters at once, it's going to be confusing. I don't know because I think I, I mean, with the we've seen uh, the the previews of Death Storm and Killer Frost and things like that. I think they're going to be able to make enough visual difference. I mean, just have one wear black all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I like, just, oh, that's not Jay because that guy wears black pants and black leather all the time. It's so. not going to happen. I just don't. I don't. I I hear what you're saying, but I think general audiences are going to be too confused by that. At the same time, they're not catering to freaking general audiences based on wiping somebody out from time and then bringing him back from an earlier point in time, which he shouldn't exist because he's been wiped out from time. But right, I'm not too concerned with with the general audiences because I don't think they are concerned right, with the general right? audience. Yeah. <laughs> they're concerned with telling good TV, and this is and this is and, this, and that's what they're doing. Like, no, it is thing. good TV. You, you You're right. You can't sit there and pander to you know your your whitest demographic because then you can't tell the stories that you want to tell, and I don't think. That, you know, the, the showrunners here want to do that. I think they want to tell good stories. And so they're going to do that the best way they know how. And that's going to be to just, you know, write the stories they want to tell and then say, you know, to hell with the with the uh, appealing to the widest demographic, you know. All right. So you're so let me let me make sure I'm understanding you. Correct. You are based on the theory now that that Hunter Zolomon is and has always been Zoom. I don't know. Like I, I'm formulating this kind of as we speak, but I'm I, I would like to go with that route because I want to see how they do that. Okay. Well, I'm glad you are because it's good when we disagree to have some good, uh, 
you know, balance here in the show. I, I think that, I think that Hunter's Alleman will be zoom. And I think that at the, by the season finale, you know, something's going to happen. Like I said, if zoom is Barry, then perhaps they're going to separate the black flash or whatever it is from Barry of earth Two and give him a nice little redemption story. But then that entity will then go into Hunter's Alleman and become the new zoom. See, uh, I can see that because, uh, you know, in the comics, Hunter Zolomon was uh, crippled when the Flash couldn't save him. And this Hunter Zolomon obviously was not crippled. Right. So I, I could also see that as well. Maybe something where, uh, you know, in this fight to separate this Zoom entity from Earth 2 Barry or Earth 2 Henry or whoever you want to say it is, uh, Hunter Zolomon is injured uh, in some capacity, loses the ability to walk. But this entity, this Zoom entity, adheres to him kind of like, you know, the symbiote and the whole right. Spider-Man thing. Right. Uh, and that causes him to do this sort of, I got to make the Flash better. But it seems like we already have that going on with the Zoom that we have today, right? Because he's sitting there and he's doing these things like parading him around town when he could have just straight up killed him, could have stolen his speed right then and there. All of these things, Zoom appears like he's trying to make him stronger, just like the Hunter Zolomon zoom that we already that, that, well, that maybe, we know from the comics. Oh, so maybe. All right. So if the idea is that the zoom of um, uh, of Earth 2, it, it, the zoom that we've seen, if that actually is Barry, an entity that's like feeding off of the Earth 2 Barry, maybe that Earth 2 Barry is getting all used up and he's trying to fatten up a new Barry so that he can then jump on that and be more even more powerful. Yeah, but maybe why didn't he try to do that with Jay? Maybe he was doing that with Jay when he got sucked up into that. He was doing that with Jay, the speedster of that world, trying to make him more powerful, trying to, to take away his speed in order to, you know, sustain himself. Maybe that's the thing. He was fighting Jay in order to sustain himself, sucked up his speed, goes flying through the thing, ends up in this place. And rather than just taking the Flash's speed, he's like, no, 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 no. This is this is the Barry of this world. And this guy's like way more powerful than the last guy. Yeah, just my, my only issue with that is we've never seen any instance so far of speedster entities switching bodies and doing things like that. No, I mean, we haven't seen that. Look, take everything you understand from the comics and throw it out the water. Like the, the great thing is about this show is they've really made it very comic booky. And like the discussions that we've had this episode, you're not going to have those kind of discussions on any other television show, at least nothing on like network television. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so like, it's, it's fantastic. And they're all, you know, heavy sci-fi, like fantastic elements that are all poured into the storytelling. But at the same time, they're very nothing like the comics. You know, like none of this is like the comics. With yeah. Very little bit of exception here and there. This is a very different world. They're tell telling a very unique story. You know, I, I think even uh, last week, I just gave up even trying to predict what's going to happen based off the knowledge and the understanding of the speed force and everything else. These characters, everything that we know from the comics, you must unlearn what you have learned. <laughs> and uh and just sit back and enjoy it and i think um you know that's what i'm doing at the same time you know i love the speculation that's that's uh that's that's one of the best parts yeah it's fun right your thoughts your comments listener feedback we've got some wonderful listener feedback in from you guys we actually got an email in from rich dainty from the uk he says hey guys recently caught up on the first part of season two as i am in the uk and i'm patiently waiting for the second half to begin the show and your podcast are both top notch and now that i am up to date with the show i am catching up on your podcast up to the inter zoom episode and i have a theory apologize if this is something touched on in later episodes could zoom be eddie all right so hang on hang on hang on okay okay inter zoom was when we first saw zoom is that right uh, I believe so. Okay. Could Zoom be Eddie? When he got sucked into the singularity, his body merged with the evaporating essence of the reverse flash and got stuck in the timeline. Eventually being spat out as Zoom of Earth 2. He's now trying to absorb as much speed force as possible so he can be quick enough to go back in time and stop Reverse Flash and himself from taking his own life. Sorry for the long email. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Uh, so Dainty... Awesome theory. I do like the idea that um, I do like the idea of Eddie coming back and and fixing that little erasing from time thing that causes <laughs> so much problems and me staying up all night. Uh, yes, I, I love Eddie coming back in, in some capacity. I don't think this. I don't think this is it. I don't think Zoom is Eddie. I think it's a cool theory. I think it sounds neat, right? He's kind of like, you know what? I didn't want to have to die. <laughs> now that I'm <laughs> magically alive again and I have this speed force essence. Why don't I just try to get faster and faster and faster so I can go back in time and be like, yo, hey, Eddie, trust me. 
you don't want to shoot yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, just don't, don't do it. Get a yeah, vasectomy. Yeah. No, you're not, don't even do that. Don't even do that. That causes problems too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go out and have a life. It'll be fine. Uh, no, you know, I will say this though. I, I do hope while, while I think there is, you know, uh, groundwork that they laid for in season one for something like that to be possible, given especially that, you know, the Eddie Thawne character was heavily based off of Hunter Zolomon. And of course, we know the, the Hunter Zolomon Zoom relationship. It's clear now that we've got a little future knowledge, present knowledge to us, future knowledge to you. Uh, it's, it's clear now that we know what, what we know that that's probably not going to be the case because Hunter Zolomon is, in fact, a character and, and somebody very different. Plus, like I said before, I'd love him to come back as Cobalt Blue. We got another yeah. email in from Daniel. Uh, Bell, what does Daniel say? Uh, Daniel writes, hey guys, before I continue on, I just want to let you know that this is easily the best Flash podcast being produced. I know I've listened to them all. <laughs> uh, if I can't make the chat tonight, I, I, I thought I'd share my overall thoughts on this episode here. From an entertainment perspective, this was easily one of the better ones in Season 2. As a comic fan, I thought this was an important episode, cementing Eobard Thawne as a reverse Flash, moving away from Wells as the reverse Flash concept. Thawne is one of my favorite villains in all of comics, and to see the show make an effort to make that character be a force to be reckoned with in the future makes me happy. Uh, I did love the explanation of his return, even though he was, quote, erased from existence and was essentially, quote, speed force, (laughs) the best OMG science moment in the show. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this episode did have several flaws that kept it from being great. Most of those flaws revolved around being uh, Barry hiding the tired trope of I can't tell her to protect her. Uh, villains don't get text alerts when a love interest of the hero finds out their secret identity. Uh, but with that said, as a fun superhero show to sit back and enjoy on a winter night, I couldn't ask for much more. Completely agree with you. I like this one. Thought it was one of the best of the, of the season. Uh, completely agree with the Speed Force OMG science. <laughs> OMG Speed Force, man. Yeah. Yeah. OMG Speed Force. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Daniel. We, we appreciate your feedback. Absolutely. And then on iTunes, we got one from uh, C Donna 24 says great flash podcast. One of the best flash TV podcasts I have found. The guys do a great job recapping and talking about the plot lines. And we really appreciate you for writing that in. And hey, we really appreciate anybody who wants to write us in an iTunes reviews. We appreciate it so much. We'd like to reward you for doing so. That's right. Every single time we get a 10th iTunes review in, we actually give away a free digital comic. And guess what, Bell? What's that? We hit the numbers, which means we get to give away a free digital comic this week. Oh, excellent. Yeah. That's exciting. And the winner is Bell. Drum roll. I miss the days when you used to say drum, 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 drum. Well, I can do that too. No, 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 no. This is fine. <laughs> Deadite. On iTunes. Congratulations. Excellent. Just what, tweet us? PM us? Something like that? Yeah, just uh, tweet us uh, Tweet us up. We'll get the uh, confirmation there, and uh, we will hook you up with a digital comics from Comixology. Really appreciate you for helping us out. And hey, if you didn't win this week, that's okay. You can actually head over to iTunes, write us a review right now, if you haven't done so already. You're in it until you win it, so just because you didn't win this far doesn't mean that you're not going to win in the future. You very well may. Check it out. Also, Deadite, that's an excellent username. Isn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> you can also keep up with us. You can follow us on the Twitters. I'm at the real Bo York. You can follow Bell at Ring That Bell, or you can follow our uh, podcast, which is at Flash TV Talk. And if 140 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for the latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Flash TV Talk. And also, you should check out our new show, Legends TV Talk, which will be premiering live this weekend at uh, on Saturday at... Uh, sometime that afternoon. <laughs> sometime that afternoon. <laughs> it's uh, 4 Eastern, 3 Central. Check it out, legendstvtalk.com. Uh, great partners with uh, Supergirl TV Talk, Era TV Talk, and Starkville Labs. So should be a blast. Very much looking forward to it. Want to give special thanks to our boy Charlie Bach for providing our outro music. Hope you enjoy that while you tune out of this particular episode and hey if you're gonna miss us don't worry we'll be back in a flash
Here we go. Welcome to Flash TV Talk. My name is... Wait, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I'm not going to mess this up because I messed this up last episode and I am not going to do it again. Well, you just did. Felicia. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.